If only they knew the hub for young business minds. Yes, people, welcome back to another episode of the If Only They Knew podcast. Today, I'm joined by Michael Clunan, who's also known as the People's Coach, and he's a life and business strategist that has been featured on high profile platforms such as Forbes and the Daily Mirror. Michael, how you doing, mate? Very good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, all good, all good. I was having a little chat there, but I think for everyone listening, it would be good to sort of explain who you are and what you do, basically. Okay, I'm Michael Clunan. I'm the people's coach. I'm a life and business strategist, and I'm world-class at taking small service-based businesses and turning them into big brands. So the people's coach, where did that come from then? I guess it was from your sort of humble beginnings and the fact that you grew up like everyone else, I guess. Is that right? Yeah, well, I was given that name by um, a good friend of mine. She, um, it's my passion for people. Mm. I'm a people's person. I'm kind of just always, always thinking of the second person, putting others before myself. And, and I actually, that's where I get my true energy is just the fact of just helping others. That's, that's where I get like, you know what I mean? No, yeah. you know, you're pulling your heartstrings out. That's, that's literally me. Same here though, like I feel like I get a lot more when I help someone else out than I do helping myself, but I feel like it's a dangerous game because it's, it's so easy to sort of get invested in everyone else and not take care of yourself, do you know what I mean? To be fair, like throughout years, like I, I've had my own issues, do you know what I mean, with mental health, and I found a lot of that to be the fact I put others before myself. I never actually knew how to put myself first, and even still to this day, to be fair, I, as much as I try, you know... It's hard when you're so used to putting others first. It's hard. Do you know what I mean? No. If I was in a pit, I would give someone a ladder to kind of climb out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I kind of work my way around it because I've got that knowledge and that experience that I can kind of do it. Do you know what I'm saying? No, hundred percent. It's hard, and it's hard for all of us. Mm. It is. It's it's very it's very difficult at times, and I think the people that put on like the most outward facing energy are normally the ones suffering the most inside. But um, we'll get on. To be fair. Yeah, exactly. We'll get on to that a bit later on, though. But I think it's always good with the guests that come on. Um, people really like it when I sort of rewind the clocks a bit and sort of look at what that person was like when they was a bit younger. So if you don't mind, tell us a bit more. What was you like at school? Was you naughty? Was you clever? What was you sort oh. of on back then? Are we allowed to say this stuff, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, to be fair, in school, I was a uh, mate. Uh, to be honest, I, I won't say I was a rebel. Hmm. I was a bar- yeah, I was a bastard. I was a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what, you know what it was with me, right? I'm very much always been the same. I'm very strong-minded and strong-willed. Hmm. Like, if I enjoyed something, like, I'd be mad about it and passionate about it. You know what I mean? I'd work really hard for it, but it was hard to engage me yeah. in school. And I was always just trying to find stuff to do hmm. and to kind of, like, thingy myself. Do you know what I mean? I ended up, like, not the class clan, but I was always, like, showing off in that do you know what I mean yeah I, I think there's like a certain trait um and I definitely had it as well like I just weren't interested in so much things I think I, I've been speaking to Rob obviously a good friend of yours as well and, yeah. and he mentioned the fact that it could be like ADHD because I feel like I hyper focus at certain things but if it's something I don't care about I won't even touch it I won't go near it and, yeah, and they're the things that I leave yeah yeah, it's funny. See, I've been diagnosed with adult ADHD. Yeah. And my mum was always one of those. She was like, if things were different back in the day, like years ago, how they are now, mm. she was like, you always would have been, you'd have been diagnosed with ADHD a long time ago. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, and it is hard. I find, and, and you're correct there, as I hyper focus on stuff, mm. or 
I just procrastinate on things. <laughs> I have no interest, you know what I mean? And yeah, <laughs> when I have no interest, I just have zero interest. Like, yeah, and I try it, as much as you try it, it just ain't engaging. And what I find with people with ADHD is that like, you're always trying to fulfill that excitement in your head. You're always trying to find the next thing, do you know what I mean? To kind of release the endorphins all the yeah. time. You're always, it's always like small little wins, do you know what I mean? It's like even I binge eat because I'm always craving something to do or I'm always mm. craving that kind of release of energy, do you know what I mean? Because I need, sti I need stimulation, constant. I drive my missus mad. <laughs> I drive my family mad at times, do you know what I mean? Like I just, I aggravate because I just, I'm always chasing stimulation. Yeah, I'm the same as well. Like, I, And I feel like it's, I don't know whether it is, if, if I have got ADHD, I don't know whether it is that that causes that sort of almost like a, addiction to certain things. Like, you know, like with the food, I'll eat the same thing every day. Like if I like something once, that I'll have that thing every day for like the next few weeks and then get sick of it and never have it for like the next few months. So I feel like I do stick to certain things. And I think that's why it's important to channel your energy down the right path, which I guess is, is something you're helping people do. Yeah, 100%. I find... I find with us, we find, because we find it so hard to find things you enjoy, that when you, when you do enjoy something, you're obsessive about it. Mm. You can't stop going on about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you find that one thing and it's like, oh my God, I love it. Um, do you know what I mean? That excites me. Can we do this? Can we do it? You're like a kid again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And you're doing it. It's like the food in it and it becomes part of your routine because you know that that's, that stimulates you or you enjoy that and you just go straight for it because you, you just know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's almost like the easy way out. And I found that it's so hard for me to come outside my comfort zone with things. But I do think it is beneficial, not, not just for, I guess, people like us who have that same trait. But I think for anyone to, to come outside your comfort zone every now and then and just sort of see what the other sides of, of the fence is like. And then if you don't like it, fair enough, come back, try something else. But if you do like it, you're going to grow and expand so much, you know? Yeah, people find it really hard. But you know what? We're, we're, really, um, we're really ruled by society a lot. Mm. You know, in, in, from the, when we're brought up from, from in school, you know, we're, we're taught the nine to five. We're taught the routine. We're taught the structure. We're taught all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? So we're, yeah. we're just so, so easy for us to fall into a habit fall into a routine and you're not surprised we use 95% of our mind is, is the unconscious mind that we use when only use 5% of the conscious mind so it's really easy yeah exactly and I think like not blowing my own trumpet on this but I, <laughs> I think it, it's good to that, that's why I created this whole podcast and this group yeah to try and uh, tap into the young minds before it, it's almost not too late but you know what I mean before they get to a stage where they're stuck in a nine to five or stuck doing something they don't like some for some people the nine to five is great some people they hate it but I, I just want to give the young people just a, bit, a couple options just show them different options show them what you do show them what uh, another entrepreneur does a sportsman just show them what life can be like and then from there I think they can choose their own path yeah, 100%. Listen, if you don't blow your own trumpet, who's going to blow it for you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, the way society runs, mm. nobody, like, nobody likes to give praise. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? Everybody just runs a negative thing. No one likes to, no one likes to see people do... And I, I shouldn't say... I'm not saying everybody. I'm saying it's, it's part of society. Do you know what I mean? I don't like others doing well. don't like others doing better than them because a lot of people are just stuck in the routine and stuck in the cycle. Mm. 
you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's what it is. A lot of a lot of people just because they haven't got anywhere, they feel like they need to try and pull everyone down as well. Like, oh, he's doing well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but ain't that good, mate? Come back down to my level. Stay with me. And I think the people that are at that level and have that mindset, they just want to ground everyone else down. And I think that when you start noticing people like that around you, my honest opinion, I don't know what your opinion is, but I feel like you should try and get away from those people because they're going to have no, no benefit on your life, you know? Yeah, definitely. Limit your time with people. Like, I have a good friend of mine who, who says your network is your net worth. He's yeah. correct. Do you yeah. know what I mean? He's totally correct. If you hang about with five millionaires, you're guaranteed to be the six. You hang yes. about with five bombs, you're guaranteed to be the six. Yeah. And that's I've noticed that myself. Like, I've got a great group of friends who, who I keep close to me. They're, just, they're, they're, they're friends of mine that have been friends of mine forever. But see all the other people, I just, I just can't. Mm. Just can't. I don't really have a lot of friend friends. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I have associates that uh, we work with. Like I'm now part of a, I have a mentor myself now, who, and I'm part of a group who, these are bigger people doing bigger things. They're running a bigger game than I am. And it gives me that level to level up. Because it's normally been me, I've always been playing the big game. Yeah. And every, do you know what I mean? And being someone that's always, you know, trying to hand out to other people, it's hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you can only carry so many people on your back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so now like, I'm part of a bigger group and I've noticed a change in myself straight mm. away, instantly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Just, I, I've always been an ideas guy anyway, do you know what I mean? But it's kind of, I've, I've seen a difference in myself when I'm around these people mm. in the way I engage myself and the way I engage my brain and the, and the, the things I look out for now because I'm, I'm kind of seeing some of their traits and some of the things they do. Yeah, exactly. I'm the same here. Like I started hanging around with more people that are more involved in business and I'm not sort of like shitting on anyone else I knew in the past and stuff, but I think just because these people that I've met now are involved in business, they're, they're just sort of thinking two steps ahead at all times, you know, and they're just, they've got that mindset and it, it, yeah, you're right. It does feel good to almost be at like the, the bottom of the pack because that just means there's so much more room for me to develop and get to where these guys are at, you know? You know, if someone else is there, you can always get there yourself. Yeah, yeah. If you see someone else is something, you know it's always possible. Yeah. I was always the creator throughout all of my life. I've always just done my own thing. Mm. No one can tell me I can't do something. I just go and do it. Yeah. yeah. That, that's actually... I'll show you why I can. It's that yeah. simple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I've done it just to be a prick, just to prove <laughs> a point. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I have found that now I kind of, I just see things differently, mm. which is good. These people are running seven-figure businesses, mm. coaching, consulting, mentoring, stuff like that. People say like, whenever, when I, when I first started coaching, people was like, how do you make money out of that? It's this, it's people sell by the hour. What are people selling by the hour for? I don't sell by the hour, so I sell a result. Yeah. You know what I mean? You come and work with me. I don't sell you an hour session or a two-hour session or... You know, you can buy a block of four-hour sessions. That ain't how I run. Mm. My 90-day program, results. Done, yeah. What result you want, it's the result we get. Simple. I love that. You know I mean? Yeah, so what made you want to get into that thing then? Obviously, you said you was a bit naughty at school. So what? how did you, like, what was the switch that got you to help other people if, if you was quite naughty it's, yourself? To you be know? honest, it's, I've always, even when I was a kid, I helped others. Like, mm. I never liked bullies. Yeah. You never liked bullies at school, like, I was very, um, yeah, I'm the, I was the kind of guy that, like, if I said something, I had to do it. I'm the same today. Do you know what I mean? I can't help myself. Do you know what I mean? I've learned to keep my mouth shut now. Yeah. I've always got to follow through. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 
So what I found is, is that when I was a kid, people would get bullied in school and that, do you know what I mean? And I used to hate it. And I was quite a big kid. I'm quite small now. It's like I've never grown since a teenager, yeah. do you know what I mean? But like, so and I, and I was always sticking up for people. Anybody wanted help in class and that, I was quite good. I've always had common sense, mm. English, maths and stuff. I was always trying to help other children, do you know what I mean? Because I was always quite advanced in, with my intelligence. I was always, always ahead. I always just got, got shit done, do you know what I mean? So from an early age, I kind of noticed it. And then, yeah, I found throughout life, like, like uh, around about 13, my, um, my nan died and my nan was like my, my rock. You know what I mean? She always, you know when you always got that one person you can go to that's got your back no matter what? And yeah. that was my nan. And when she died, I kind of was on my own. Mm. Like, I know I had family, don't get me wrong, like, but you know that support network that, she was the one that I was safe. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And then it was just kind of, from then, my, my, my life kind of crashed. Mm. I changed, you know what I mean? Like, I had to adjust. And I was living, I, I was more in a stand with my nan. I'm from Elephant and Castle originally, like, and my mum moved to Blackheath. But I was at my nan's all the time. My friends are Wolf Road. You know what I mean? My, my friends weren't in Blackheath. I didn't even need to get to know anyone in Blackheath. You know what I mean? All yeah. of my people. And then when my nan died, it was a bit like, oh shit, like, I'm on my own here. I got mm. school in, in Woolwich. I went to school for over a year that I kind of, I went to school for a year and didn't talk to no one. Didn't talk to anyone. I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm an arsehole like that, yeah. yeah. But I'm like people, I talk to them. <laughs> I didn't need to get involved, you know what I mean? Yeah, but so. then, then I missed in year eight. I missed a whole year of school because I broke my ankle. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was a bit of a long journey. But, yeah. and then after that, my, my nan, then, then my nan died and I kind of went back to school. I couldn't walk. I've had to go back to school. My nan died. It was just like, you know, you just get this big, huge, I'm one of those. Like when it rained, it pours. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm the same. If you're going to test anyone, God's there testing me, mate. He's like, <laughs> I know who can take this. I, you know, I need to throw some shit down on the world, mate. I know one person that can take it and that's that silly bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm the same though. Like sometimes I feel like little thing happen and I almost like make it into a bigger deal and then it just like snowballs out of control. Next thing you know, I'm like down in the dumps, depressed, but I always bounce back. And I think every time I have bounced back and you can probably vouch for this as well, I come back so much stronger. Yeah, I have done, yeah. I've had a few, I've had a lot of like, yeah, it's tiring, do you know what I mean? I've had a lot of shit. I've had, I had agoraphobia, depression, I lived with anxiety for years. Nice. Um, I had a breakdown at 30. Yeah, when I was when I when I was twelve, I um when I when I sang, I broke my ankle. Mm. I, all I was worried about this, and I was when I was a kid, I was a, fo I was a footballer. Yeah, mm. oh. identity level type footballer. Yeah, I didn't I didn't want to be a footballer. Mm. I didn't. Do you know what I mean? I was a footballer. There was nothing else in my world. I didn't care. I didn't care for girls. I didn't care for trying out smoking this that. And I didn't give a shit. Do you know what I mean? I was a footballer. Always going to play football. Do what it takes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And when I broke my ankle, right. I remember it was on a Wednesday. Never forget, I had a game on a Saturday, right? Broke my ankle in like every single place possible. Like it was like flopping about, yeah? Oh, no. They flew a surgeon in because it was so bad. And I was here uh, being a kid and, you know, still growing. They flew a surgeon in off his holiday, yeah? Wow. And I had the cast. I woke up, had the cast. All I give a shit about was, am I going to get this off for Saturday? <laughs> I swear, I've, honestly, all I've, I remember, it, I can still see it. I can see the blue thing. I had a purple jumper and I can remember the moment. You know, we can see something, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
And I was like, how am I going to play football in this? Will this come off by Saturday? And the doctor was just like, listen, football by Saturday. He said, look, boy, you're never going to play football again. No. So, excuse me? <laughs> no, he's like, excuse me, what? And then he turned to my parents. He was like, look, I, um, I, said, look, I have to be really, really honest with you here. Like, he's never going to be able to run or play sports. What he's done is he's really thinking, we don't even know if it's going to heal kind of thing. Our screws in there, pins in there, all of that stuff. We don't know if it's going to heal. Uh, and being the fact of like my age and it growing kind of thing, mm. and like the growth bone is, it could not grow. So I'll have one leg shorter than the other, and which I have. It's like one centimetre, one inch, I can't even remember. It's one, but it, they was like saying it could be huge. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I said to my mind, say, he's never going to play sports again. And, you know, imagine back in the day, I'm 36 now, do you know what I mean? It was like 20 or 23 years ago. The man was like, if this boy ever walks again, I'll eat my hat. No well, way. I need to know the surgeon is because I'm telling you now, mate, I'll stand and watch the fella eat his hat. <laughs> I'll make him eat too because I'll actually, I'll actually run to get the hat and run back to the fella. <laughs> you know I mean? could have shattered my, my whole life. But, yeah. you know, I kind of had that moment mm. where that kind of happened to me and that's why I missed the whole year of school. I didn't walk on it and nothing. It was only when I went back to school that everybody playing football around me and like I said, my nan had died. I had no friends. I didn't have no friends in school. I'm in year nine now. Mm. You know, I had no friends. You know, I mean, I've come from an area where, like, I was popular. I had loads of friends. I know no one. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you know, people playing football, and I felt like they're. You know, when you you see the kids on the TV, and they're kind of just like that, like, yeah. Play football with you. You know what I mean? It's like one of them. It's like so. And I see everyone playing football, and I was just like, mate, I need to kick that ball. Yeah. Are <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Especially having ADHD, man, I'm like, that's my ball. Yeah. I want the ball. You know what I mean? I really wanted to, I wanted to cuddle it. You know, I wanted to just get it and just run away with it. You know what I mean? And I gradually started to, um, yeah, I gradually started to kind of, I said to the boys, can I play? Yeah. They let me go and goal. He's in my crutches, I was going in goal. Then I threw my crutches down after a while and then I was hopping about. And yeah. Well, you know, mate, I swear, I started to kick the ball, mate. That's naturally, right. you know, you're doing something. You know, do you know what I'm saying? I was doing yeah. something, I was, and I just naturally started to kick the ball. And I was like, "Wow!" And it hurt, but that didn't hurt as much as me not playing. Yeah, I was like, you know, "I'm gonna push through with this." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I started walking, mate. Mm. Do, do wait, without even realizing. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Do, do you reckon? I know, like, it's a bit like it's a bit deep, and it could be either or. But do you reckon that was like your your mindset then, it was complete. It was completely your mindset that sort of got you back on the mend properly. Or? Oh, yeah, because it's natural to me. I'm a foot up. I'm not now. Yeah. Tell my look at my physique. I'm not, you know what I mean? But <laughs> I was a footballer. That mm. was an identity issue. And it was like, as they say, like us as humans, we, we, we would do more to move away from pain than we would will to move, like to, to move towards pleasure. Mm. And it was more painful for me to not play football than it was for me to stand on my foot, which was painful. Do you know what I'm saying? And it was yeah. like, I had a kind of balancing act there, which was more painful to me, which hit me harder. The pain for the momentary, putting my weight down, starting to move my ankle, that kind of stuff, or the pain of never being able to play football again. You're mad, bruv. Yeah, I'm glad you said that though, because uh, literally just before this call, I, I don't know why, but this sort of phrase come into my head, like I'd rather be uncomfortable moving up than un uncomfortable, like stuck in the mud, like if that makes sense. Like, I'd rather 
you, be, be pushing through the barriers to try and get somewhere that I actually want to be in the future or at least close to it then uncomfortable still but just in a place that I hate anyway like I'd rather be trying to get to where I want to be anyway you know what I mean what's the point in landing there being uncomfortable yeah like exactly. you're, you're yeah. uncomfortable man yeah, yeah where it, are you going to be in the mud yeah. and how are you going to feel uncomfortable yeah. where are you going to be the day after in the mud how are you going to feel uncomfortable yeah you know what I mean same yeah. action same result what do you do to change it you know what I mean yeah yeah, but I'm going to feel uncomfortable walking. Yeah, but for how long? And how do you know you are? You haven't yeah. actually walked yet. You haven't actually stood up yet. <laughs> not try it, see how you feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think, I think a lot of people do that. Like, I know a lot of people, especially, and I do it myself, but I try and almost guess the steps that are coming. Oh, yeah, but I'll only get to that point and then I won't sell as much or I'll get to that point and this will happen. It's like... But why am I even thinking of those things? Because I haven't done it and I don't know anyone else that has done it. So I don't know. I can't say what might happen. Unless none of, I actually none do of it. us know what can happen. Yeah. None of us know that. Everything we, we, we think is going to happen never happens. When have you ever thought about something that might happen and it's actually happened? Never. Ever. Yeah. Never. Like, if I do this, I could hurt myself. Yeah. How many times have you hurt yourself? Where's the evidence? I drive people mad with this stuff. Mm. Drive people mad with it. Uh. When people are just like, yeah, but what if? And I go, yeah, what, what if? Yeah. What, what if this happens? What if it don't? Yeah, exactly. There's always two sides to it, isn't there? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that is going to happen, but, but what? Yeah. But what? But sometimes you need that, though. You need that person to say, yeah, but, but what? And just sort of contradict everything you're saying because it is so easy when you're, when you're thinking to yourself, you've only got a certain amount of thoughts that you sort of come up with. So you're just battling it out with yourself and there's only sort of one loser and that's going to be you. But if, if you've got someone like yourself saying, yeah, but hold on, mate, but, but what if this? Then at least then you're sort of opening new doors and new ideas, you know? I'm an arsehole with it. Yeah, <laughs> it's good though. I'm an arsehole with it. I am. I'm just, I'm a prick when it comes to it. Because <laughs> I do, do you know what I mean? I'm very straight to the point, very honest and just mm. and straight to it, do you know what I mean? Mm. And I drive people mad. Like I had it the other day with my mum she was talking about selling, uh, selling a caravan that I got. And she was like, she, she, she come out with, she, she, she hit me with, yeah, but you know, no one's buying at the moment. I said, who are these people? What's their names? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went, who are they? What's their names? How old are they? What are they, male or female? What race are they? Where, where are they from? <laughs> she was like, why don't you just fuck off? <laughs> and even my missus in the car, she's like, you just drive people mad with it. I said, but it's true. Yeah, it's true, yeah. I could tell you loads of people that are buying. Yeah, exactly. And I'll name them for you. I'll give you evidence. Yeah. I know someone has just bought a caravan. Yeah. Why, why couldn't they put your caravan in? Mm. Or do you know what I mean? It's yeah. true. It's just how we perceive the world. Just our perception at the time. And we, we can only go with the information that we have inside of us at that time. Mm. That's just it. No one's ever wrong. We're always right. Yeah. We're just going with, our inf with the information we have inside of us and our experiences of the world. Mm. and how we perceive it to be so on that point then do you think you're sort of like born with this mad ability to sort of think outside the box or do you think it's just through all the hardships you've been through and that do you think it's something you just picked up or what do you think it is that makes you do, honestly like, I, I i was born with a gift yeah but the gift of common sense yeah <laughs> that was one thing i was gifted with mm. 
Um, I don't think you can grow common sense. I don't think you can get it. I don't think you can learn it. No. But I think I've learned a lot through my hardships, a lot through my life experiences. I've had a lot of hardships, a lot of stuff that I wouldn't talk about, couldn't talk about, maybe in the autobiography in a few years' time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of experiences I've had mm. have helped me become the person I am today. Yeah. And the hardships I'm actually glad I've had and I haven't experienced because I don't help people through textbook stuff. No. I help people through experience. Yeah. If I help people with mental health, it's actually stuff that I have more or less gone through myself. It's, right. I know I'm, I am also trained, mm. but my knowledge comes from my life experiences. My knowledge comes from what I've been involved in. Same as the business. When I, when I coach people on business, I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've, I've done many, many different industries. I've, probably been in 15 or 16 different industries wow. i've worked in the motor trade clubs events festivals that type of stuff i've been in construction property development state agency i've got i've had a beauty salon for eight years wow. the, the, the list is just it, within them i it, there's just so many different things you know what i mean like i've actually experienced it so most of the things i've actually yeah i've done that do you know what i mean oh, i've tried it I've tried a lot of stuff yeah <laughs> but I, mean, I think that's where that's, that's one of the things I was going to ask. Like, I think experience is so valuable. Like you, you can't buy experience. You have to go through it. And that's why it's called experience because you have to put the years in to sort of learn these things. It's not something you can learn, learn from a textbook. And I think a lot of young people, especially that I see on, on social media, they try and buy into certain ideas and, and certain, certain like cheat, cheat sheets almost to try and get all the experience in one, but you, you can't, you have to sort of go through it naturally, you know? See what I find, I was with a client today, right? Mm. She's very much like me. She's got ADHD. It's funny, really. I've been drawn to a lot of entrepreneurs who have ADHD, just get drawn to me straight away. Yeah. I don't know why I'm like ADHD magnet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I can be a little bit scattergun, but when it comes to clients, I know exactly what they need. Mm. When it's me, Oh, my life can fall to pieces. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. My life is fine. Do you know what I mean? Mm. When it's clients, I can't allow that to happen. Mm. So I know that they need a bit of structure behind them. And it isn't just people with ADHD. It's people, we have different personality types. I'm very big pictured mm. where I like to have people around me that are very structured because yeah. they help build that structure in between. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like my client today, she was, um, she, she's a little bit, like myself, it gets a little bit white. Do you know what? I forgot. I've, I've gone off topic now. I can't even remember what I was talking about. Uh, you're talking about a client that was ADHD and, uh, yeah, that's as far as you got. Yeah. <laughs> I've got even reason why I even, why I even started firing the white I got so excited and passionate about it. Oh, yeah, look. My client, I, forgot, I forgot why I was even saying it. Uh, but, yeah, you're talking about personality types, though, there. And that's something I wanted yeah, to yeah. cover as well because, have you done the, I think it's the 16 personalities test. Have you done yeah, that? I'm the same Robert and I'm an ENFP. Yeah. <laughs> have, you done, have you done it? Yeah, I've done it. I can't, there's too many. I'm so forgetful. It was like an IN something. My starting thing was N. Um, I was an advocate and apparently it's 1% of the, the, the world. Have yeah, you, you was, um, you're, you're introverted, intuitive. Yeah, that's so it. You was an IN, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I you think. Space. You recharge, like you, you like to. You like you like like to spend time on your own to recharge. 
yeah that, that's why the podcasts are only like like less than an hour long so i can i can do all the podcasts i can smash them all out but i need those rest of the day to just sort of yeah. just chill out recharge because i can't i feel like i'm a people person but only to a certain extent you know and then it's like you know what this is this is draining me like because i think again with that if i do have adhd i feel like i do because i put out a hundred percent into every situation and i feel like it it drains me so i need i need to sort of fall back into myself take some time to meditate and stuff and and sort of recharge myself you know so yeah well I, do you know what i say to people and i'm glad you said that about the 100 percent thing is mm. i do myself like i put 100 percent into anything i do yeah but when you don't feel 100 percent yourself and you only feel 60 percent or 50 percent or 40 percent of your natural self you will still put 100 percent in yeah. But you can only put 100% of the 40% you, you, you're currently running at. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's not good for no one. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I, yeah. I say that to people, that like, you need to spend the time to work on yourself. Mm. You can't keep give, 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 give. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to kind of step back, take that moment just to process what's mm. going on around you. You yeah. can't just keep giving, just step back for a minute. Mm. So what minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, what would you suggest though? Like, it, say, like you take those twenty minutes. What would you suggest doing? Obviously, you can't reveal too much. I know, probably because of what you do in that. But if if you can sort, I don't give away anything. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I had a secret, I'd give it to anyone. I don't really. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean to help. Like, I'm not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of those. It's like, oh, I have a secret formula. Yeah, eleven and, herbs and spices and all that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, I have a secret formula. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the reasons why. I'll tell you the what. But you have to come to pay me. Yeah. <laughs> for the process. That how I work yeah. and the thing is, is, is there is no secret formula we're all different mm. we all enjoy different stuff like an extroverted person may you know recharge and energize by being around people maybe they spend too much time on their own they like to actually get with a group of friends that some people I might say to if they're very extroverted and they spend a lot of time in the office doing stuff on their own and they're getting really really drained and, dr and stuff I'd say pick up the phone FaceTime your friends yeah. FaceTime on your friends, have a conversation, have a laugh and a joke. Do you know what I mean? Get a group message going on or go and visit your friend, go for lunch. Mm. They recharge off that energy of, of socializing with others and yeah. being around other people. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah. yourself are being introverted and you know, you've been around people for too long and I would be saying to you, do you know what? Spend a little bit of time on your own process, what's been going on around you. Mm. Maybe meditate, whatever it is you like. I can't tell you to meditate if you don't like meditating because you're going to yeah, look at yeah. me and go, well, what's meditate? <laughs> Voodoo shit you're telling me to do. All this yeah. woo-woo. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of, there's, there's no formula. And that's kind of the art of being a great coach is kind of getting to know somebody. And then you can kind of spot what that, who that person is, yeah. what they thrive off. Do you know what I mean? Because only you know what's best for you. Yeah. I, can't, I can't give you that. Do you know what I mean? And it's, yeah. people, look, people look for mentors and coaches and stuff. And like, can you tell me what to do? And I'm like, I can't tell you what to do. I don't know you. I've got, I need to take a bit of time. Let me get to know who you are. And I can... I can advise you into yeah. certain things, you know what I mean? I'm actually really good with, with people, to be fair. I kind of spot that. Because of being a people's person, you kind of start to spot things in people. Do you know what I mean? Like I had it recently. I've had a client, and I won't go into too much detail, but recently she, um, she was suicidal. Mm -hmm. And someone asked me if I would... She, she's been on drugs and she's suicidal. She, she harmed herself. And somebody asked me, will you... We have a chat with her, and I was like, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. My job, that ain't what I do. Do you know what I mean? It's like, please, I don't trust anyone else. I was like, look, I, I've kind of, and this is free, like, I, I would not take money for this shit. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, and I was just like, look, like, 
I'll have a conversation with her and chat with her. I kind of see what I can see and I kind of advise you the best way to go. Mm. And I had one session with her and genuinely it's the, it's the honest truth. And Robert will kind of back this up because Robert will know how we just spot things in people. He's a very similar man to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I had one session with her and I could see, I spotted a couple of like things that were happening and what she was saying. And yeah, she, she's texts me every day. I'm 10 out of 10. I cannot believe this. Wow. And I was like, wow. Yeah. And I like, simple stuff. And these are simple tips that I tell people. People, people don't believe the um, power in physiology, mm. yeah? You can change your state. And, I, and, I, and I've done this. I've done this to a boy the other day. He's got, he's got ADHD as well. And his mum asked me if I could just have a chat with him, see if I'm getting on the straight and narrow a little bit. And I had a little chat with him about state changes in your physiology. And people don't realize, you know, when people talking shit, you're always like that. You know, you can obviously see me now. I don't know if you, you send this out. It's yeah, 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 you'll be able to see it as well, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, you know, you, you slouch down, shoulders are drooped, your head's down, your head's low to, to, to the side. And you say, like, how are you feeling? And it's like, yeah, I'm all right, man. You know what I mean? I'm cool, I'm all right. You know what I mean? You feel shit. I'm starting to think shit thoughts, to be fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I tell people, I'm like, do you know what? Just lean up, shoulders back, mm. head up, mate. You know what I mean? Shoulders back, head up, smile. People don't know the art of smiling. Listen, spend 30 seconds to two minutes smiling. Yeah, sit there and smile. I'm already yeah. trying to like hide my smile now, mate. <laughs> I can feel it coming that, from. Yeah, yeah. No, you can sit yeah. there and smile for five or six to two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Your body and, and your brain will release the chemicals, will mm. release the endorphins and that all around your body. It will start to release the chemicals because it, it, you trick yourself into feeling you're happy. You're sitting up straight, your shoulders are back. Stand up tall. And I do this to people, I'm like, sit there for about 30 seconds. And I watch people, like, I watch them when I'm doing it. I like, close your eyes. I want you to think of that, like, what was the last time you was happy? Like, what was a happy thought? What, something that made you smile, something that made you laugh, and think about it. And I know when the moment's coming, and I see the little, yeah. they get their little smoke, do you know what I mean? And I'm like, think a sad thought. And they go, what? Mm. I think a sad thought. And they go, and they start to smoke, and I go, you can't, can you? And they go, no, I can't. What did you just do to me? It's simple, man. Physiology change. Lift the yeah. shoulders back. When you, your body's so used to when you lift your shoulders back, you're like, yeah, you got this. Let's do this. Mm. Yeah, straight yeah, away. Yeah, definitely. Here's the way I'm talking. Just the way I'm talking to you now and the way I'm talking to you now, yeah. I am not changing my voice. Mm. I genuinely am not changing my voice. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just talking to you like how I'm sitting. You know what I mean? And I want to go deeper. And I want to go lower. And I want to go down. And instantly, I'm sort of, I can feel myself sliding off the chair as well. Like, I want to slouch down when you do that. And then when you go back... You want to mirror me? Great, because yeah. we've got that rapport going, do you know what I mean? So you now want to copy me. So now, you know what I mean? When I'm happy, you're like, yeah, you know, where are we going tonight? We, we out or what? What are we doing? What are we doing? Just get excited because no one else is. It just, it's, it's the physiology of it, I think. It's so simple, simple tips. And I give this, I'm telling you, see that? That's the secret sauce. Mm. That is it. Yeah? yeah? yeah. Telling you now. Don't, no one's got to come see me. No one's got to go and see anyone else. You want to practice anything, wake up in the morning, smile, 30 seconds to two minutes, sit yourself up straight, pull your shoulders back. I'm telling you now, you're going to smash the day. That's the secret sauce. You don't need a coach. You don't need a psychiatrist, psychologist. That's it there. Mm. Bowl that shit up, look. In there, just <laughs> out. Put it in, Boom. done. Done. I mean? Yeah, yeah. £2.50, you can buy that off of me. <laughs> Amazon bestseller, soon yeah. to come. <laughs>
it is true though. It's, it's mad how simple these things are and still a lot of people neglect it. And, and even people that are listening to this, yeah, they'll hear it, but they won't go and take action. So I, it, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what stops people. I think a lot of it is self-sabotage. Like I know for myself, when I, when I'm down, I almost want to be down. Like if someone says, oh, but Ted, you've, you've got this, you've got that, you've got a roof over your head. I'll be like, yeah, but this happened to me today on the tube. And I sort of want to go down that route. And I feel like it's so hard to, to not do that. But I feel like there's something about certain people's brains that almost makes them want to sabotage themselves. And it, it's so odd. It's, it's routine. It's, Robert would have told you about the reticular activating yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. And the thought. Because that's how we feel. That's how we're wired. Mm. When we think negative thoughts, we just think negative thoughts. You just go on a spiral. Yeah. When you're thinking positive thoughts, and you keep thinking positive thoughts, and it ain't just be positive for positive sake, because that is, that is woohoo bullshit. Mm. You can't just randomly think positive, like it's the truth. You can't, you can't just sit there and go, yeah. Like I said, start, you know, change your physiology and stuff like that, start smiling. You do, because you get on a bit of a hype, do you know what I mean? And then you can start to, you can't just sit there like that and go, okay, I'll, I'll think positive. <laughs> you just can't do it. You've got to change some stuff around you, do you know what I mean? But it's routine, we're, we're creatures of habit. Mm. And when we're on a downward spiral, we just carry on in a downward spiral. We're changing nothing. It's easier. It's easier to do the same thing than it is to change something. Yeah. We want comfort. Yeah. Everything becomes an automated process. Do you know what I mean? So when we're negative, we just carry a negative. When someone else around us is negative, we just carry on being negative. It's just easier. Yeah. 80% of the thoughts we think are actually negative thoughts. Mm. That's a true fact. And I think, like on that, probably eighty percent, like you just mentioned, eighty percent of the people we often hang around with, if you are in that state, are always negative as well. Like sometimes my mum can be like the most negative person on the planet, and I have to shake her up a bit and say, like, listen, nothing, it ain't all doom and gloom. Like, just smile yeah. a bit, and like, and I think if someone else is negative around you, it drags, like you said, drags you, know you down it is, so quick. Because it's drummed into us yeah. from a young age. Mm. It's passed down. These are beliefs that are just passed down to us. People about money being bad or, you know, you have to work hard for a living. You have to this, you have to go to school, go to uni, get a good job. And this is just things that, mate, times change, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't need to learn anything. I have Google. I have a phone. I don't need to learn anything. When I was 20 years of age and I had a Nokia, yeah? Trust me, I knew everyone's phone number. Yeah. Everyone. I could tell you the, post bo uh, the, the phone box numbers around the manor. Tell me all that stuff. Yeah. See now, I know my own, mine's easy, but I've been my missus nearly two years. I, I can't couldn't tell you a phone number. No. Tell you, I, don't need, I, don't, I don't need it. What yeah. do I need it for? Give it's all there, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know my kids. Uh, if I didn't have, I do not know my kids' phone numbers. It's really, really bad. They're my children. <laughs> that is bad, yeah. <laughs> it's, that actually made me feel bad when I thought about it. Actually, <laughs> I don't know my kids' phone numbers. I yeah. need, I'm going to memorise them, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I need to, to memorise them. It's just life's easy now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it is. We just go for the easy, easy option all the time. But that's the thing. What I find with people, what I find with people that have like a lot of people, they say, "I've got depression." Is this the best one? It's the best one I do to people. Yeah, I'm anxious. I go, "How do you do anxiety?" That one is the yeah. amount of time people wanted to punch me in the mouth for that one. Yeah, I go, "How do you do anxiety?" Mm. How do you do? How do you do? How do you do anxiety? Well, what do they do? They tell me what their friends say or their doctors say when they go, um, well, um, 
I get a bit clammy. Yeah. Um, um, I get a bit like, you know, I say, oh, so, and then I, I then jump in and go, so your heart beats a little faster. Mm. Yeah. Which sends tingles around your body. You start to feel then a bit anxious and you, in yourself, is that what you do? So why can't it be excitement? Yeah. Like, why can't it be excitement? Because exciting, being being excited and being anxious, if you really stop and think about it, mm. are exactly the fucking same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you anxious? Why are you not excited? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's how yeah. we label things. If I ask you now, when you felt anxious and when you felt excited, could you tell me the difference in it? No, because it's normally like, say, like for me, it's like in, if we're going to dive into it, like for me before a podcast, I get a bit like jittery and stuff and I'm sort of like overthinking stuff. And again, I could take that as anxiety or I can take that that like, I'm excited to speak to certain people. And it is, it's the same feeling either way, no matter how you look I, at it. If I said to you, next time you jump on a podcast, mm. next time you get that feeling, you go, actually, let me stop a second. I'm actually excited to speak to this person. Yeah. I'm actually excited. How do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would change? You'd go from here to here. Yeah. One change. Yeah. So in that moment, do you think you could change your physiology and kind of go, right, and just... The minute you change your physiology, in that you spot it, change physiology, you'd spot it, you'd think differently. It, so is that the, the most common sort of sort of downfall that people that come to you because you you you're not just a, a personal coach as well like you, you're you're a business coach as well so when, when people come to you like is is it normally the individual that's stopping themselves with those little things or is it sort of a, a group of different things at the same time that sort of stops them from getting to where they want to be um i've got to be honest personal the business side of things are a lot easier with people. But yeah. the thing where I excel compared to a lot of other business coaches is I can do the personal side of it. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is in your, is in the mind. Do you know what I mean? We cause a lot of our own problems. A lot of people are addicted to depression and anxiety. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's them. It's who they are. Someone can have something for so long. It's who they are. And you're trying to change someone from being, having anxiety that doesn't really have anxiety anymore but they're an anxious person because they've had it for so long. They've mm. lived with it for so long. You're actually trying to change someone at the identity level. And some people don't want changing. Yeah. I hear that a lot. Oh, I'm like with, with lazy people in particular. Oh no, I'm just lazy. You know, a diet isn't for me. It's like, well, you, you've set up that narrative that you are lazy and it's the same there. You've set up the narrative that you are anxious and it, and it sticks. And then, like you said, you're changing the personality rather than a, a disorder or a symptom not even personalities deeper than personalities it's who you are yeah as a person it's you're trying to change who i am you're trying to change me yeah, yeah. we've all had a, we've all had a girlfriend that said that once in their life and they when they got the um yeah. you're trying to change me you know what i mean yeah yeah no not at all yeah you know what i mean i just want you to stop beating me up or yeah. you know what i mean stop cheating on me babe that's all it is i just want you to stop cheating on me you know what i mean yeah yeah I like the idea that you, I saw something earlier as well about um, given the virus. I'll, I'll be honest, I almost forgot we was in a lockdown because I'm starting doing this full time. So it's been so long, I've sort of become like immune to the idea of the lockdown, the quarantine, yeah, yeah. et cetera. But I read, I read an article you, were, you featured in about the, like the tech burnout and the anxiety oh, yeah. during lockdown. And I wondered if you could like just briefly sort of explain that a bit more, because I'm sure a lot of people listening will will, will have felt that anxiety 
throughout the past year or so during lockdown? Yeah, everyone, everyone went mad at the beginning. Listen, mm. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Listen, I was caught up in the hustle and bustle of it, mate. I, we, me and my partner, we got it early. Mm. She's adamant she never had it, but mate, I was beat for weeks. I lost my sense of taste as well. She really? seems to be like, you know what I mean? Nothing yeah. hurts me, nothing phases me, but she was in bed for two days. Yeah. You know what I mean? But listen, it was so in the beginning, I was very much like, no, the kids ain't going here. We're not going out. What do you mean you're going to the supermarket? <laughs> All this shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was very, very bad on it. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I jumped on it because it was something new. Mm. And it's something that I hadn't experienced before. And it was like, wow, this is new. I need to work this shit out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And what I found is, yeah, everybody, we listen to the news and stuff. We all do. And it's, it is a lot of it is scaremongering. Yeah. Like, it, it, I think it's amazing how in the beginning, nobody was out, but this R rate was creeping up. Mm. Everybody's suddenly out. They're, they're marching. They're doing all these protests, but nobody was dying. Yeah, yeah. I thought that as well, yeah. What's happening here? What, no one's catching it? Yeah. 60, 70,000 people on the streets. What, no one's catching it? But we was catching it like a month ago by going to the supermarket. Mm. And we were suddenly super spreaders. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, what I mean? That, that's, what, that's the one thing. Like when all the protests are happening, I said to my mum, right, if no one, if there's not a huge spike after this, like I'm out. Like I'm not paying attention to any statistics or anything after this. Like if there's no spike after the protest, and like you said, there wasn't really any any jump at all. So I was like, you know there, what? There's definitely something. Like, I even feel, and this is just opinion. Yeah. Know, like, I, I ain't got no knowledge on it. It's opinion. But we spoke about this in one of my groups. And when they started locking down, like all this quarantine and all that when you come back off holidays, hmm. I have my theory looking at the economy. And I feel that they're just doing that to keep everybody here spending here because they knew that, that a recession was coming mm. they've done the numbers they just throw money away yeah we all know everyone goes yeah free money let's get it bro free ain't free mate free <laughs> never been free no you know what i mean yeah, yeah. download my free ebook i'm not but, i want your email address yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're giving something in return you see what i'm saying nothing's yeah, yeah. ever free free no Nothing's free. If I if I give you my time, mm. yeah, and I do something for you, that's for free for you. But it's cost me energy. It's cost me time. It's cost me time out of my day. Nothing's ever fully free. No, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it is. And I think yeah, that that like you said, it goes with life as well. Like like you said, all these courses and stuff like that, especially like the traders and stuff like that. Oh yeah, it's a free course. But you have to sign up to this and you have to promise that once you make this amount of money, you give me 10%. And there's always yeah, something. And I think... Yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of get-rich-quick schemes in that. Yeah. There's a lot of... I've seen a lot of it from coaches that I just... Yeah, I don't agree with it, but... Mm. You know, each to their own. Mm. You know what I mean? Each to their own. And I'm not saying they don't deliver nothing, because for some people they do, but there is not... In, in this kind of world, there is no one-size-fits-all. I've never... I've never gone into one thing... And had this, the mindset thinking, do you know what? I already have the solution before I walk into before I walk into any problem with anyone. Mm. If you said to me, I've got anxiety, and the next client said to me, I've got anxiety, I do not look at you both and think, do you know what? What I'm going to do for both of these today is tell them to meditate. Yeah, yeah. And once they start meditating and focusing on their breathing, that's going to improve it. Once I do, no, that mm. doesn't, that isn't going to work. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
Because I could cause you more anxiety asking you to meditate. And I hate meditation. Yeah. <laughs> you hate meditation. Yeah. And you're having health anxiety and focusing on your breathing is, is kind of twisting you up even more. Mm. I done it. Do you know what I mean? Listen, I had a, I had a mad obsession with keep checking my pulse. I really? my break. Yeah, yeah, mate. Listen, I'm a, I'm I'm an obsessive creature sometimes. If you believe me. <laughs> I'm a strange guy. I'm a strange guy, right? Yeah. I've had my breakdown. Like it was mad during that time. I I was like, kept thinking I was having a heart attack and all that. Mm. What happened to me was, I kind of lost all my senses. It was like someone pushed a reset button. Like genuinely, I had a mad mad time. People would talk to me, and have you ever played The Sims? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, know the way they talk. Yeah, gibberish. <laughs> Listen. Me and you'd be talking and you'd start talking and you'd talk gibberish to me. And I'd look at you and I'd think, what is this? Is this kind of talking about? Yeah, no so, way. Then I'd get paranoid, yeah, because I'd be thinking he knows that I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Then I'd get anxious and, mate, before you knew it, like, I'd want to explode. I'd be like, just swallow me up now. What is happening to me? Do you know what I mean? And yeah. this part would thing in, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to have heart attack. Oh my God. I'm cr- I'm, trust me, when I do something, I go hard or go home, mate. I don't yeah. you know. What I mean? Have a breakdown. I'm breaking down, bro. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing that shit properly. Yeah. That's and I, like, I didn't sleep. Every night I'd wake up like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm dying, I'm dying. Oh my God, it was sick. Sick, my mate. I, I got to the point where I was like, shit, because I have heart problems in my family now. So I was checking my pulse all days like that. I'd stand it and I'd be like this. Like, so no one's looking at me. I'm like, yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's like ninety RPM, BPM. <laughs> you know, I've got, I got like a mad health anxiety because I was so focused. Mm. What it was because I lost all my senses. I didn't understand stuff like you know when you get you know when you like eat a lot and you get bloated and you kind of get sweaty and your heart beats faster to kind of digest the food. Yeah. I didn't know what that was. Genuinely didn't know what it was. One day I swear this job, I put my hand under a hot tap. Yeah. Burnt my hand, and I was like, oh. I want you to do it again. Well, no, I, I put my hand under again to wash my hands. Bro, oh. the only time I was there, they put my hand under. I was like, what are you doing? I was washing my hands. But you just burnt it. I was like, what do you mean burnt? What? That's a hot tap, mate. And I'm like, what do you mean? That's mad. What do you mean? Still to this day, I still learn stuff. It's crazy. I was like, baby. Like, baby, I had to learn stuff again. Or oh, like, start from scratch. That's mental. Start from scratch. Honestly, didn't know anything. That's mad. So if go hard or go home, bro. Yeah, if you're doing a breakdown, do it proper. So you must know a lot about like mental resilience to, to sort of be at the level you're at, drop all the way down and come to to level you're at now. You, oh, many you're times. Yeah. yeah. And I've I've learned through I've learned more through like being unsuccessful in stuff than I have ever been successful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. People say to me like, so what's the secret? What do you do to be successful in all these things you do? I'm like. I just do it. Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm like, I just do it. And they're like, but what do you do? I'm like, I don't know. I just do it. It's natural. It's just natural. What do I you do? Yeah. Whatever it takes. What does it take? <laughs> exactly. Whatever's in front of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that goes back to what you said earlier. There's no like cheat sheet to it. There's no, there's no formula that you can follow. You just got to go through it and whatever pops up, pops up, deal with it as it pops up and move on to the next gate and, and see what's waiting for you, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. And that's, it is like, like I went to my clients a day thinking like she give me all this stuff that she wanted to do and these are her plans these whatever we I got there today she's got like seven different businesses yeah yeah I got there today and I'm like everything I already had in my head 
He's gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's gone. It was just like, okay. Um, no, we're not doing none of that I'd already planned. This is what we're doing. But but that's when you learn the most though, isn't it? You you've got to say that surely. You got you learn the most when you when you're thrown in at the deep end almost like that. Yeah, I've got I'm not the greatest of swimmers. Yeah. But I don't ever stick to the shallow end. Yeah, yeah, of course. If I jump in the water, it's got to be shark infested. <laughs> I have to grab a bit of danger in there, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah of course, you've got to. It's, it's got to excite me. Yeah. But before we go on to sort of what, what's next and that, and, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up, I'm very grateful for you coming on and your time as well. Um, but if I can try and get you to summarise, people love this bit, summarise a bit of advice for, for the young people out there whether they're involved in business or, or whether they're not, whether they're just trying to develop themselves personally, if you can share one bit of advice for them, that'd be great. Um, if you're focusing on business, mm. I tell people to focus on the thing they love. Try and find, try and find what you're passionate about. What kind of, try and find a thing that makes you tick. Mm. And if something ain't working, don't beat yourself up about it. And just take action. Taking action is the, Biggest thing I tell people like a small step forward is a step in the right direction. Hundred percent. Take action and go for it. If it's something you're passionate about, something that you love, try it, do it, get it done. I love that because a lot of people listening are always like, like we mentioned earlier, they're always trying to look for like the specific things. Like, oh no, I need to do this. I need to do that. Just go out there, try it, see what happens. And and another thing I tell people is perfection is a perception. Mm, I like that. Perfect today is not perfect tomorrow. Mm. perfection to me doesn't exist like I use the I use the, the, the thing of like women are the worst yeah <laughs> I need these I need these shoes because they go with this bag this is the perfect outfit yeah week later the bag don't suddenly go with the shoes it yeah. was perfect last week <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like babe you've got to go just, just, just wear the bag and the shoes that I bought you last week they don't go they were perfect. You see what I'm perfect last week. Yeah, yeah. Last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's get the receipt. Take it back. We've all done it. You know what I mean? We've all done it. Oh, mate, I love them trainers. They're perfect. Yeah. They're perfect. This is perfect. My relationship's perfect. Everything I'm doing now is perfect. A week later, you just think, that was a bag of shit, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. is a perception. It don't exist. Mm. And we're always trying to perfect the formula. And um, you get nothing done. And you know, I, am, I, 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 I think about thinking, yeah? So I, I ask myself a question. Then I question if it's the right question. <laughs> then I answer the question. Then I question the answer. Is the answer the right answer to the question? <laughs> then I answer that. Do you see what I'm saying? And I go around in a big circle. And then I, I think maybe that wasn't right. So then I question if that, and you go around in circles, questioning. <laughs> And all you do is just go round in a circle, round in a circle. It's like being on a merry-go-round. You know what? Get up, get off the horse, jump off. Mm. Fuck it. What's going to happen? Yeah, exactly. It works, it works. If it don't, it don't. What happens if it don't work? Just try something different. Mm. If you want a different result, take it in action. Yeah. Talk, talking of actions, and what, what's next for you? What's, what's sort of next on your list? Is there anything... Anything in the pipeline for, for, for the end of this year? I was going to say for the rest of this year, but there's hardly any of it left. But yeah, what's next for you? You know what? I've just started a program for, I've got a very special, unique program started. Um, I'm taking, I'm partnering up 
I'm currently taking on five personal trainers or fitness professionals on yeah. a 90-day program where I'm literally partnering up with them. Unlimited coaching by nice. me, 24-7. Getting my hands dirty. This is what I do best. You kind of you got the business partner without sharing the profits. Yeah. I just want to get some case studies and that going. Yeah. I'm going to take on um, five PTs. I've got three spaces left, actually, wow. for those. And then I'm going to be taking on five either beauty salons, nail salons, hair technicians, or mobile therapists. Mm. And then I'm going to do the same program, taking on five tradesmen in construction, so like mobile electricians, plumbers, and I'm going to take them for the same program and uh, going to partner up with those just to kind of get a lot, get a few case studies going and kind of, I'm trying something new. This is something that no coaches do. Yeah. This is something that really suits me as a person. I like to get down and dirty. Yeah, yeah. So that's my main thing. I'm really, really focusing on that. I really want some real proper case studies. I really want to get down and dirty with some people. I want to change lives. People talking about this recession stuff. Mm. And I was like, how can I make a change here? People talking about recession. How can I recession-proof people's businesses? How can I prove that you can scale and grow your business during this time? Mm. I've done it in the last recession. We was doing the nightclubs. And we went from doing like 300 capacity venues in the recession to hitting like 3,000 capacities. Wow. Like, yeah. Yeah, we was switching it up like, don't do, <laughs> don't do things in halves. Do you know what I mean? If you're doing it, do it properly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So that, that's my next project that I'm on. And I'm, I'm super excited about that, to be fair. I've taken on two PTs at the moment. Mm. We're just moving them into like hybrid models and kind of getting them moving on, doing some online stuff. Because if you get another lockdown, these are the first ones that are going to be hit. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Locking down for the longest time, mm. and for all the and I have the same thing off of them all. Do you know what I mean? About worrying about their money, they spent all this time like because of the gyms and that. And now, now their people are going to do these cheaper online sessions and that. And I've just been yeah. like, so why are you doing online? <laughs> They're like, what do you mean? Why don't you, why are you doing online? Um, I didn't think of that one. Well, I could have saved you a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you yeah. could have asked that for free. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that that's kind of that's my next step, and yeah, I'm just going to keep building the brand, really building the business. I've I've had, I get a lot of um, I've had a, I've got a lot of publications coming out in the newspapers lately. I keep getting asked to do um, comments and stuff. I don't know where that's all come from. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm suddenly an expert. Yeah, that's good. Though. That's well good. Yeah, that's well good, mate. So. Yeah, other than that, I've got, um, I'm just planning on kind of building the business and building the brand, really. Mm. That's my main thing. I've got next year, I'm going to do some online programs. That's my big thing for next year, yeah. is getting into doing online programs, like a 30-day, 90-day, 365-day programs right. in like group settings and stuff. Kind of do the one-to-many. So that's what I'm kind of looking forward to. That's my next kind of real big plan. Mm. That sounds well good. Good luck with that, mate. Sounds good. Last hard-hitting question, though. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Now, last hard-hitting question. You're obviously working hard. You've been doing great things, helping so many people. But what do you want your legacy to be in, in the far future when it's all said and done? My legacy? Oh, mm. my God. <laughs> I was on another podcast and they asked me this, but I think it's changed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I've, yeah, it changed like the wind, didn't I? Yeah. Um, I'd like to be able to have made a difference mm. in people's lives. Even a small thing, like I was saying earlier about that girl, like I don't take on people like that because I think they need psychiatry. But it's making a difference. 
Mm. You know what I mean? It's being able to make a difference in people's lives. I'd like to have, I'd like to just be known for that, really. Yeah, yeah. That's why I kind of branded as the people's coach. That was when someone said that to me, it was true. It kind of hit me, it hit me where it hurts. Do you know what I mean? It hit me now. I was like, oh, fucked <laughs> it up. Do you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I really like that as it goes. It kind of, yeah. It doesn't really suit most of the stuff I'm doing, but I'm like, yeah, but I'm taking it. I want that. Yeah, no, it works. It works. It works. So one day, like when I really established the business properly, it's, it's hard in this industry kind of, because people got to trust you. Do you know what I mean? People don't know who you are. Do you know what I'm saying? People got, once people start trusting you and start seeing you um, out and about more, people get to know you. And yeah, I want to actually be able to make a difference. 100%. And it, it's, it seems like you're on the right path. Like I said, where can people follow your journey from here on in? Where's the best place to sort of uh, look you up online? Uh, you can catch me on Instagram or Facebook at Michael Clunan TPC or my website, www.michaelclunan.co.uk. And I will soon be, once I start hitting my case studies and that, I will, I will be opening a YouTube channel. Nice. And I believe that's at Michael Clunan TPC too. Cool. All right. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks for coming on. Lots thank of, you, lots of knowledge and advice. Yeah. Thank you, mate. No, all the best to you. Thank you very much, Ted, mate. You were blind up. If only they knew the hub for young business minds.